New Pod World Order. Hey there, boys and girls. It's Ralph Garman, and you're listening to Talking Cod Swallop. Good choice. Hey, I'm Alicia Witt. I'm Daniel Portman from Game of Thrones. I play Podrick Payne. I'm Ellipses, and you're listening to the Talking... Okay, <laughs> I'm Mark Bernard, and you're listening to the Talking Cod Swallop podcast on the New Pod World Order Network. Hey, man, it's Kevin Smith, Silent Bob, whose voice you were never used to hearing in the 90s until I started opening it up, man. And that's because I'm a podcaster, and you're listening to a podcast, Talking Cod Swallop, right here, man. Welcome to this week's Talking Codswallop. Today I'm here with a, a new friend of mine. and I'm going to call you a friend because, you know, we've seen each other a couple of times now. His name's James. Hello, James. Good evening. For a small second there, let's be honest, Gemma was searching for my actual name, trying to remember who I was. <laughs> was because, do you know why? Because it came it, on your Twitter, it, it comes up with a J, it comes with J Stafford. I was like, J, J, J. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, I apologise. But we have, this is actually our second episode that we've recorded. However, this is going to be the first episode that we've recorded. So, (laughs) we, uh, yeah, we decided to maybe rethink our first one, didn't we? So We decided we'd give it another shot. It's a bit like, you know, when you've had a child and maybe the first one doesn't work out so well. So you think you'll try and have another one and see if you can improve upon the parenting process. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think that's uh, that sums it up completely. So today, what we're here to do today is actually discuss Kevin Smith's films, isn't it? We certainly are. Yes, we certainly are going to do. <laughs> yes, we are. And we're going to do it a little bit more in depth so I, I keep referring to the old episode that nobody's ever going to hear so <laughs> it's brilliant isn't it? <laughs> I think that's a good idea what we could what we could do in the future is we release it like a lost episode yeah yeah we could do and then yeah that would be good that would be a good idea so okay well we'll cut that bit out so that nobody knows <laughs> <laughs> that's one we'll make people pay money for <laughs> yeah yeah we'll put it on bank camp <laughs> <laughs> what should we sell it for i don't know we'd have to see we'd have to do it's like we could do like a drug dealer style thing just release a few minutes of it free to get people interested you know the first parts are free then they keep coming back for more oh yes that sounds like a wicked idea or we could put 15 bucks in my head <laughs> i can't remember the rest <laughs> little man <laughs> do you know the song i do i know the song but i don't know i'm literally racking my brains for the lyrics <laughs> well okay let's give it a chance to actually um let's google i can think when it, I can think when it goes into jungle love but yeah. that's about it okay so it goes 
fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> mother, mother, fuck. Mother, mother, fuck. Mother, mother, fuck, fuck. Mother, mother, fuck. Noise, noise, noise. <laughs> I already felt so. I feel so silly. Um, nooch, 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 isn't it? <laughs> no. I'm, no. Oh no, well. No. Right. Uh, yes. <laughs> you Google it at the same time. <laughs> I'll actually, I'll actually send it to you so that we can sing it together. <laughs> oh. Deep down, I'll try, but out somewhere out there in the universe, there is a screaming voice going, "Please, God, no!" <laughs> well, let's see if we can find it. Hang on, so I'll send it. I'll send it to you. I've got it. Oh, yeah, I'll just send you a screenshot of it. Okay, okay. So, I mean, do you want me to go first and then you do the second line, or should we do it together? <laughs> I love how randomly weird this is that we're doing this. <laughs> I know, but that's what podcasts are all for. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I'm liking the fact my friends are listening to this going, okay, <laughs> James has crossed the border now completely. <laughs> Should we do it together? I think that's a good idea. Yeah, we can count down if you want. Okay, yeah, so count down from three. So, okay. You know I'm going to start giggling at the beginning, so maybe four, or, you know, maybe three, giggle, then go. <laughs> Hey, whatever works best for you, baby. I'm I'm ready to go. I'm reading this. <laughs> okay. So three, two, one, go. Okay, so fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> Where were you? <laughs> so I'm just letting you swear. Um Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> yep, yeah, mother, mother, fuck. Mother, mother, fuck. <laughs> mother, fuck, mother, fuck, mother, fuck, fuck. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Right, okay. We need the music, don't we, really, for the yeah. background music to help us. Mother, mother, fuck. Mother, mother, fuck, fuck. Mother, mother, fuck. Mother, mother, fuck, fuck. Noise, noise, noise. noise. One, two, one, two, one, two three, three, four. four. Noise, noise, noise. <laughs> I, I guess, you know what we could do? Is you could sing it first. I'll sing it second. <laughs> And you haven't heard me sing. <laughs> and then you don't want to hear me sing. And then I can edit it to the point that we're both singing at the same time. <laughs> um, hmm. I don't know. I need the music to put in the background. That's the only problem. See me going smoking weed, smoking weed, doing coke, drinking beers, drinking beers, beers, beers. I need, I really need the music to go with it. <laughs> but you're doing it in tune, though. My jug love. <laughs> Oh, oh, we oh, we oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Okay, well, we'll just put 15 bucks, little man. Put that shit in my hand. That money doesn't show, then you owe me, owe me, yo. Yeah. <laughs> my jungle love. Oh, we oh, we oh. <laughs> Brilliant. So, yeah, so the reason why we're actually doing this, I've just remembered, is to traumatize the listeners. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, hold on, hold on one second. Is this where you tell me you didn't press record? <laughs> oh, no, 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 everything's recording. <laughs> I found it. You are oh. That's that's slipknot. One, two, three, four, noise, 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 smoking weed, smoking weed, doing coke, drinking beers, drinking beers, 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 rolling baddies, smoking blunts, who smokes the blunts, who smokes the blunts, rolling blunts and smoking Uh, let me get a nickel bag. Fifteen bucks, little man, put that shit 
in my hands. If that money doesn't show, then you owe me, owe me, oh. My jungle love, yeah. Oh, yo, yo. I think I want to know you, know ya. Yeah, what? What the hell are you singing? You don't know jungle love? Okay. Okay, so we've got that now. <laughs> Excellent. What the viewers, viewers, or what the listeners do not know is that I was in fact dancing along to that. Oh, I was too. <laughs> I was doing like quite a sexy little groove. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, so if that doesn't work properly, I'll edit it in. But yes, but I'll also probably keep our attempts at doing it <laughs> as well because that's funny. But anyway, yes, so what we could do is we could actually put it on Bandcamp, couldn't we, that um, first episode and put 15 bucks, little man, put that shit in my hand. <laughs> Yo, indeed we could. Yes. <laughs> right, I think we've um I think we've stalled it for enough time now. What we're going to get onto is talking about Kevin Smith's films. I think it's probably the best thing now. Hot diggity. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, cuz we had this idea what, about a month or so ago, was it? Because we both enjoy films and we decided that we were going to do this this episode because you you're looking to get a pod, maybe start a podcast of your own, which is doing movie reviews. Am I correct in what I'm saying there? It'll be discussing um, films, doing sort of reviews and discussions on films. Um, there's a few people I've got lined up to uh, to interview, uh, but it also will be talk about you know horror and sci-fi films. Okay, cool. But we go out into all different areas as well. Yeah. So this is kind of a, a test run, isn't it, really, kind of to see see how things go. And obviously, on our last episode that I love to keep referring to because nobody will ever hear it. <laughs> we found that although we were talking quite a lot in the episode, we didn't actually discuss in depth the films that we'd actually chosen, which is, of course, Kevin Smith's films, because that's something that we've both got in common, isn't it? It is. I think what happened is we were so good in our conversations we were so brilliant that in fact what happened is we slightly went off the reserve and didn't focus enough on our, our chosen subjects but that's not to say that the previous stuff we recorded isn't worth listening to and I would say that in the future when we release it out to the uh, to the wider public they would be very wise to listen to it yes watch this space people watch this space <laughs> three films that we decided to choose were More Rats Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back and and Tusk. My personal reasoning for Tusk was because it's so different to all of his other films. Obviously, you agreed. I certainly did. I thought, why the fuck not? Because it is so incredibly different. And I obviously do have an interest in horror, horror as well. And I'd say you really are sliding into horror territory with uh, Tusk. Definitely are. Yes. So, did you want to start with more rats? Uh, why not? Let's let's do it in a proper chronological order. And yes. run with more rats. Now, being the gentleman <laughs> that I am, I shall say, and it is, of course, your podcast, I will say ladies first. No, well, thank you very much. <laughs> and thank you for remembering it's my podcast. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, this was actually the best fun that I've actually had actually doing research for a podcast, no, for an episode, sorry. <laughs> so it was it was just so much fun because i actually sat there i was watching you know movies that i absolutely love so that was that was a really good thing 
with regards to more rats, did, have you have you ever watched the film? Have <laughs> you? Uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> let me finish. <laughs> yeah, you know how fast you did discuss Kevin Smith. You, you have seen his films, right? <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't finished. <laughs> have you ever watched the film in a view to actually discussing it before, or you know, are you do you like have attention to detail type thing? Or is it more just you watch the film and enjoy it? Do you know what I mean? I Yeah, I do know. I know what you mean by that. I kind of do a bit of both. I will watch it with an attention to detail, but I also do uh, watch films with the idea of discussing them and seeing where you can go with with them and bounce ideas and theories off people as well so oh yeah i love that kind of stuff the reason why i ask is because this i think this was the first time i actually watched the film and saw so many different things because i knew that i was actually going to be discussing about it so um it was things like on the shop names i saw one that there was a tanning salon it was called Burning Flesh. And I was just like, that's yeah. brilliant. <laughs> Very and then there's a, yeah. And then there was a um, carpet shop, which is called Rug Munchers. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> and you know, I kind of, I kind of missed those before because I was watching the film and I was watching what the characters were doing. But because I was actually doing this episode, I was like really watching the film, you know, and actually seeing everything that was, there in front of me you know <laughs> it was all the tiny little things like that that really made me giggle it's nice when you can find sort of little in the background that um i kind of notice it with with phil you know not just sort of kevin smith things not just like more rats but stuff like that that grabs your attention and really makes you think about stuff as well and you think ah i can link that to this or that or find another thing and of course it was all nice to it was nice to see all the characters as well you know because there's so many people that kind of they weren't that big at the time when they um, were actually filming mm. more rats so you know it's actually quite nice to see almost their origin you know absolutely kind of. yeah yeah, like like Ben, what's his face? Ben Affleck. What happened to that Ben Affleck guy? He thought he just did sort of low-budget independent films. You know, whatever, whatever became of that man? <laughs> well, I mean, he became Batman. <laughs> ba- Batman, you say? <laughs> yes. Batman? I mean, not a very good one, necessarily. <laughs> <gasps> I shall remove the knife from my back at this point. Uh, I wasn't a fan on Batman versus Superman I'm sorry (laughs) okay we won't talk about that anymore then clearly we uh, don't agree (laughs) but also like to see Shannon uh, Shannon Doherty as well Mm -hmm. Doherty yeah well we'd say Doherty wouldn't we but um Um, yeah I don't know well anyway yeah so it was nice to sort of see her as well as you know quite useful and things like that but Certainly with Mallrats, the thing that interested me is it was really the first sort of thing that I actually got into with Kevin Smith's work. Um, and it was an interesting way of seeing a complete style of filmmaking uh, where you're getting quite a large bunch of unknown actors, um, as you said earlier, all together, who in a sense were also like Kevin's friends who he pulled together yeah. to make this, this film with him. And it kind of spoke to me also because at the age when I saw it, I would have been 
probably my mid-teens, and it was the sort of film where it spoke to me on the level that it was sort of the comic book stuff, which I had an interest in, um, but also, really, it was <laughs> sort of like just the inane, sort of insane, rude humour of it. Um, things like the, the chocolate-coated uh, pretzel. Oh, cho- yeah, chocolate-covered pretzel. Yeah, definitely. I love that bit. <laughs> The fact that the the guy Michael Rooker, yeah, Michael Rooker, he gets um, food poisoning them from that, doesn't he? So <laughs> and good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his character in that was almost like a prototype, like Luther, wasn't it? Really, if you looked at his his image and his style. Yeah, I think it's like the, uh, Sorry, I just remembered a scene that I really enjoyed as well. You know, when he's doing the karate chops <laughs> and then his towel falls down. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like. That's Michael Rooker's bomb. Mm, that it was. <laughs> I think the most thing that I liked about this is because it's just so, again, with Kevin Smith's films, or the early films at least anyway, they're so normal. Mm. People would walk around a more. People would debate who is better, the Hulk or Superman, you know, who would win in a fight, you know, kind of thing. No, absolutely, yeah. The necess- it wouldn't necessarily be like people like Jay and Silent Bob trying to like break a stage, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> where does he get those wonderful toys? <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. And like there's um because we're kind of skipping, or, you know, like I'm remembering all the scenes as I'm sort of going along, but you know, it's a bit like um the bit where Jay and they're trying to get away well i want to say kevin smith but it's not kevin smith (laughs) it's silent bob he's he's pulling out of his jacket and he's got like a vibrating finger (laughs) he's got a blow-up doll (laughs) and yeah and then all of a sudden he comes up with this uh you know he comes up with a claw what's it called the batman star grappling hook Thank you very much. Yes. So he has, he turns up with that, and then um, obviously that gets them into safety, doesn't it? But, <laughs> but I think you are spotting what you said, and it, it kind of like ties into what I said earlier. If you look at the entire structure of it, it is something that's relatable to people. Um, generally, of sort of any age, but certainly younger people across the world. He created a film where, like you said, it's set in a mall, so it's something that pretty much every country has a variant of. Um, people still go to malls. Um, even now, despite the prevalence of things like online shopping, and people will go around and they'll talk to each other and they'll hang out and see the friends there. Um, and it is something that you know normal people do. So it's not like... How can I best think, for example, when I was, say, watching a film most recently, something called, um, basically I was watching like a 1980s, um, one of these 1980s um, teenage films. And of course, the big push there is you were seeing people who were pretty wealthy and enjoying a certain style of life, you know, a certain lifestyle, which probably not everybody could relate to. Whereas you look at something like Mallrat. And it's pretty open and serviceable to everybody. Now, it still does have the people in it who are supposed to be rich and the people in it who are supposed to be poor. But again, this focal point is everyone can relate to a mall. Everyone can relate to going to a mall. Sort of like, I guess, with John Hughes' stuff, everybody can relate to, say, a school and that experience. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Definitely, you know, can relate to that. I agree. I do agree with you fully. Sorry. I know I got a little bit bit distracted when I was speaking then. I was just looking up character names, so I apologise if my answer came out a little bit distracted. It's okay. And, of course, 
the uh, the famous line that we all know and love. I don't know if you if you know which one I'm going to talk about, but uh, it starts with a T. <laughs> 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 tell him Steve Dave. <laughs> tell him Steve Dave. It, of course, was the first time that that actually was uh, said ever. Actually, I think wasn't it. So yeah, and now you know, years later, we're all listening to this podcast, which is called Tell Him Steve Dave. So you know, that's that's quite a nice connection. Well, as well. I, I think back now, having looked at that film, you think that specific scene <laughs> when it when that line comes comes out and they're talking to each other and of course at the time I wasn't really au fait with who they were and now you're like wow you know the genesis the birth of it you've got that scene yeah and how squeaky is Brian Johnson's voice then as well how different do people look is the other thing yeah exactly but I, I think the thing that I noticed the most about the two of them definitely is that Walt sounded really really manly <laughs> when he was talking and Brian sounded really, really squeaky. Mm. <laughs> I was like, that's almost a complete role reversal now, isn't it? It is. You know, and like, not that, not that Walt's squeaky, but you know, it's kind of like, um, yeah, it's just completely different. So I thought that that was quite comical in, in my opinion. But then that was comical because I knew of the people that were the character. Mm. So, you know, <laughs> but yeah, very young tiny little versions of them so <laughs> and of course then yeah you've got uh jay and silent bob and they get up to mischief don't they so <laughs> but what sort of thing would it not would it you know it wouldn't be any any of your film it wasn't jen silent jen silent bob creating some sort of insane chaos <laughs> <laughs> no, no exactly um yeah i'm trying to think because it's all the little blueprints and things like that as well that i really liked um the you know like the little little drawings of jay and silent bob you know and bob's doing all the work yep. you know and jay's all sitting back and just watching <laughs> he's come up with the idea you have to do it <laughs> i mean i particularly loved the fact that you had basically what i consider one of the best cameos you could ever have in a film which was, of course was stan lee now yes for the, for Sorry, now, it's sort of considered Stan Lee having a cameo is almost like a normal thing for so all the Marvel-related things he was in. But at that point in time, you're getting a guy who initially, when I was when I rewatched this film, I'm looking at a picture and I'm thinking, God, he looks so different. He had a beard. He um, he, he dispensed his sort of bizarre pattern. Sorry, <laughs> I said he was younger. Well, he was young. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't the advanced age he is now. We had the strange experience of watching dispensing strange pearls of wisdom that relate to uh, <laughs> relate to like Spider Man and <laughs> and the response of holy shit sort of thing. You're Stanley. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's just yeah when he's sort of when he stood there and it's you know like he's he's saying about. When it reminds me of a moment when I created Spider Man or whatever, yeah, <laughs> it's Brody's face, isn't it? That you know, like the realization that sort of drawns on his face, which it, I, is fantastic. I, love. I just love it. I love the way he, yeah. he does respond with that sort of shock. You think he might have initially tweaked slightly, <laughs> but it was the holy <laughs> shit well, moment. Yeah, I suppose, but in in a way, in those days, you know, the internet wasn't available, mm. so I suppose the character would be like that. True, because, true. 
you know, he wouldn't have necessarily seen who he, what he looked like, if you know what I mean. Maybe in cartoon form, but not in in human form. So maybe. Fair point. Fair point. Yeah. Yeah. Brody. Brody. I'm going to stick up for Brody. <laughs> He's actually my favourite character in uh this episode in this um in this movie because he's just so cheeky isn't he certainly he is to, yeah it seems to get away with a lot of things you know he breaks up with his girlfriend then he has <laughs> shags her in the left yep. <laughs> uh, and then you know wins the back after a game show so <laughs> you know life of brody i mean i don't know i find myself sort of like um i won't say feeling uh, any sympathy for but finding myself quite interested with Shannon Hamilton his character yes <laughs> I always find him quite interesting especially his description <laughs> what is, what's he say um, he doesn't like Brody because there's a lack of a shopping agenda I think is the term <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah he's just he's there as a mole rat he's literally <laughs> just walking around not doing anything yeah <laughs> saving his um, his drink uh, you know coke or whatever it is yeah it's the tiniest little cup isn't it and he's walking around with it he's like walking around with it the whole episode and i can't say episode film that's really annoying <laughs> sorry hey it's all right it's because it's i'm thinking episode that we're doing but it's actually a film isn't it that we're talking about so well i don't know um, i mean you could see it's episodes of all these characters lives so hey you know it's all good yeah, <laughs> you're very kind to make me feel better about the fact that I'm messing up. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Hey, it was everything was perfect and everybody was the same. Things wouldn't be fun, would they? So, no, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. Did am I right in thinking as well that Walt Flanagan had two parts in this film? I'm pretty sure he did. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, well, I'm not sure. He was, to my knowledge, you, I don't know, actually. I'm pretty sure he did have two parts, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Somebody somewhere will, obviously, you know, Tell explain me. to us we're wrong. Yeah. Well, I think I think that, obviously, he was, tell him Steve Dave guy, mm -hmm. uh, or fanboy, in fact, sorry, yeah. call him his real name. But I also think that he was one of the stagehands as well. That wouldn't surprise me, actually. That really wouldn't surprise me. That'd be quite a good, yeah. a good move. Yeah, because it kind of it kind of looked like him, but you never really got a close up, complete close up shot. But it was like him with a uh, mustache and a beard, you know, and long hair. I've heard that one before. Yeah, I think that that probably is right, actually. Yeah. I'm pretty um, well. I'm pretty certain, but you know, anyone out there in Twitter, please. Well, I know you probably will anyway, but please tell me if I'm wrong and tell me, you know, who that person was. <laughs> so that's what I think anyway at this point. So, so here's one question I'm going to throw out there on Mallrats. Okay. How does Mallrats link to James Bond? I don't watch James Bond, so I don't know. Ah, well. I'll tell you what we'll do. Please, for, please for, for anyone who's listening, we'll do a five-second countdown so they can they can guess. So, five, okay. four, three, two, one. Diddy, diddy, diddly, diddy, More rats links to James Bond. If I was going to say a three-nippled fortune teller. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was going to be talking about her. <laughs> Our good friend Ivana. Uh, Ivana was played by a lady called Priscilla Barnes. Yeah. And Priscilla Barnes was in the film License to Kill, uh, and she was the wife of Felix Leiter, who, uh, well, the widow. No, 
he yeah she well she she met an unfortunate end shall we say uh, so she that's the link from Mallrats to James Bond. Ah. For for more useless trivia, I can provide this <laughs> at your own podcast, which has no name yet, <laughs> <laughs> or has it got a name yet? Uh, we're, we're getting close to a name. That actually would be quite good. The podcast with no name. <laughs> Yeah, you have to check to see if there is another one out there, though, unfortunately. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that character I really enjoyed as well, because it's so funny. You see, like, T.S., and he's you know, he's just fascinated by what she's saying, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> like, he doesn't even notice the fact that she's got no top on, or the fact that she's got a third nipple, or, a, you know, a third nipple, inverted commas, you know. But yeah, then it's also just watching Brody's reaction to it as well. It's really funny. <laughs> but did you notice in the second mall as mm. well that when TS was walking through, he actually picked up a clerk's hat and put it on? I did not. No. Ah, see, again, this is me actually properly, properly watching it. So you know, like as in watching literally attention to detail. So. Yeah, it was, he picked up a clerk's hat and put it on. And I thought that that was like quite a good little shout back. That's a brilliant little nod. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think if there was anything else that was like that, you know, like any other sort of clerk thing. I mean, obviously the fact that uh, Brian, who, uh, Brian O'Halloran hmm. was in it again. Yeah. Was, he, he was Gil Hicks, wasn't he? Who was one of the contenders for the, for the game show. Yeah, he was. Yeah. And Brian, our good friend Brian, well, it's the thread. And that's why I like the thread that sort of weaves through everything. I think it's absolutely <laughs> brilliant how you do get. Because what Kevin did create was like a shared universe before the shared universe, like you get in Marvel and things, became the expected, you know, de rigueur. Probably gave them a bit of job security as well because they always realised that they have the potential to be in the next film, mm. if you know what I mean, because it's kind of like a family that he created, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, if you think about so. it, Jason Lee was a skateboarder, wasn't he? Yes, yes, he was. He didn't have, he would never sort of do any sort of real acting, uh, to my knowledge, before he went into Morats. So that's quite a thing to be quite a central character to a film. You know, that a lot of heavy is the crown, but he did very well with it, you know. I mean, look where he is now. I was going to say, yeah, look where he is now. Because, I mean, God, he's he's almost unstoppable, isn't mm. he, really? Yeah, I mean, I'm really glad that he's not with the, um, what are they called? What's that religion called? Scientologist. Yeah, I'm really glad that he's not a Scientologist anymore. I mean, obviously, personal preference, he can do whatever he wants to do, you know. But the fact that he has left is a good thing, you know, because now he can sort of get back on with his career and he's not preaching, preaching about Scientology and things like that. So it's not like hang around with Travolta and uh, Cruz. <laughs> yeah, well, I think Cruz is the only one in there now, isn't he? Has Travolta left? I think so. Yeah. I think he left. And let me let me Google it. Google is at my fingertips. So it's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> uh, a boop. <laughs> <laughs> gonna go for massage so weird <laughs> that is brilliant <laughs> gonna hit the gym at like 2am and shut up guys <laughs> yeah I remember we did a lot of accents didn't we on the last one <laughs> oh so sorry I keep pressing the wrong button I can do a few more things if you want for a space filler yeah perfect <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna go and marry Kelly Preston 
Honestly, I'm straight. Oh, <laughs> oh, that is really good. I tell you what, you, you Google one thing and it comes up with a million other things that you really didn't want to know. <laughs> about John Travolta? <laughs> <laughs> no, not about John Travolta. It's just come up with everything about science, uh, science, I can't say it, Scientology. Honestly, Jim, the thetans, they won't hurt you. <laughs> and this hair is real on my head, honest. <laughs> Not painting on at all. Do you do anything with um, voice acting? Um, or- I do small bit. I mean, I've not done stuff for a while. I used to like, as I said, bit. I've done bits of voiceover stuff. Um, not majorly. Someone told me I should try and get a union card, but I'm not sure about. But I do bits. You know, I'll do... If, if someone presents something to me and says, can you do this as like a dramatic reading or can you do this as a... Or do voiceover stuff, I'll, I'll try it. You know, I'll do it. I'm not saying I'm uh, perfect at all, but I try. Yeah, you certainly give it a go. What other, what other voices um, do you do? Well, I did Jimmy Stewart, which you've already heard. Um, I, I can sort of do... Um, I can do Bill Clinton, but I can never be sure how good it is. Um, oh! <laughs> okay, what about there? Did Bill Hinton... Um, Bill Hinton? Think that Bi- I'm Bill not sure Hinton I can do Bill Hinton. I'm not sure who Bill Hinton is. <laughs> do you think that Bill Clinton was listening then and he was like, nah, fuck that. No, no, I don't think it was Bill Clinton. I think the Scientologist should us down. <gasps> Yes, yes, of course, because I never did finish looking. So I. Um... If that's the case, I'm just going to say all hail Zenu. <laughs> <laughs> all hail Zenu. <laughs> <laughs> all hail Zenu. <laughs> CIA have tapped us and clearly have chosen to shut us down. Yes. These are scary times. They are. And it's it's all on me as well. It's not even on you. God. Is this where I because... just deny complete accountability to everything? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I've got you recorded. So. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of that one. Damn. <laughs> Told you you should have recorded your own audio. <laughs> oh, God, I'm going to end up like Shannon Hanna. It's going to happen. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to end up I like Channel Hamilton. Please don't do that to me. I do not want to end up in prison somewhere. We know what happens at that point. There's <laughs> a lot of salad involved. <laughs> Shocking, scary stuff. <laughs> yeah, you have to eat a lot of Is salad. Is it still recording, by the way? Yeah. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Maybe we should move on from um, Bill Clinton and Scientology. Yeah. And yeah, we'll get back to what we're actually here to do, which is more rats. <laughs> so where did we get to? We got to, oh, the clerk's hat, wasn't it? Yes. Who is, who's your favourite character? With him, more rats. Um, it's a difficult one. I've got to say, really, you got to throw me down. It's still going to be Silent Bob. Yeah. Throughout most of the stuff, Silent Bob is my favourite character. But I do find elements of Jay just absolutely hysterical. He is hysterical. I, you know, he does, like, he always makes me laugh, regardless of what he's actually doing. Like, Jay, as in the character, and Jason Muse, he just makes me laugh, you know, in general. With regards to um, Silent Bob, now having listened to so many of Kevin Smith's podcasts, like, going back and watching the films mm-hmm. where he's completely quiet in all of them, mm. apart from that one line. <laughs> and it's always an exceptional line, isn't it? 
isn't it? It's something that absolutely <laughs> just makes you think, wow, Bob has got so much more going for him than you're actually aware of. He is an yeah. absolute onion. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, going back and actually watching him be silent, it's kind of like... This is really surreal because I'm so used to this man like talking, 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 you know. And um, now the fact that, you know, in those films, he just didn't. Do you think Bob's maybe like a split personality for Kevin? Well, actually, he said that in later years, he's realised or his sister made him realise, I think, that Silent Bob is more based around his father. Ah. Yeah. So because his dad would sort of sit there quietly. Just kind of taking everything in, listening and reacting, but in a silent way. But then at the moment where it was required, he gave that vital bit of information, you know, and it was and he said that in later in later years, he's realized that actually his dad, uh, sorry, Silent Bob is pretty much based around his father. Sweet. That's pretty cool. And what about the child on the uh, on the elevator as well? (laughs) What do Americans, do Americans call it elevator? Um, I think so. Oh, I think it's called an elevator. I don't think they call it um, anything else than that. Um, yeah, or escalator. Oh, it's an es- yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now we're getting technical, <laughs> right. you see. Yeah. Um, so escalator, we'll go with escalator. So, the, yeah, the child on the escalator as well and, um, you know, Brady's reaction to that every time <laughs> it's like three times in a row it's like that kid is on the escalator again <laughs> that was my very poor american accent there i don't know if you heard it no it was it, it was fine it was good it was good i still think one of the big standout parts on morat to me has to be the uh Certainly the sailboat. Oh, yes, yes. I was going to, again, that was another part that I was thinking of getting to as well. I'm a bad man. I just keep hopscotching all over the place. I'm sorry. You carry on because it triggers my mind. Oh, excellent. Yeah, I need that. Not triggering in a bad way. Triggers it in a good way. (laughs) I definitely need that. Yeah, that is really funny as well. Because did you know that that picture was actually stars and circles? I didn't know that until you mentioned that. Not today. You mentioned it on, um, I think, on uh, a Facebook thing that I had responded to. (laughs) Yeah, or I I think it was on the Lost episode, in fact. (laughs) Again, listening to Hollywood Babylon, Mm -hmm. they... They picked, you know, they always pick up, you know, things that shit that should not be, sort of thing. Uh, do you actually listen to Hollywood Babylon? <laughs> Absolutely, <remember>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought you did, but I couldn't remember. And um, yeah, there was this one listener who wrote in and said that the sailboat was actually stars and circles. <laughs> and um, yeah, and it was, you know, like Kevin had to sort of answer for his crimes. <laughs> <laughs> Which was brilliant, but <laughs> remember though, it's not a sailboat, is it? No, it's a schooner. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a schooner. <laughs> There's no Easter money. <laughs> oh God, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, Jay and Silent Bob go and beat up the uh, Easter Bunny as well, don't they? <laughs> yeah, she's <laughs> rather cruel. <laughs> yeah, in front of all of the kids. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. There's every. There's so much about this film that I love. I also another thing that I thought of as well when we were when it was at the second mall. <laughs> I imagined again. I'm using Tell Them Steve Dave as a reference, but. 
um, you know, Collinwood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I imagined that's what Collinswood. Uh, it's not Collinswood. Sorry, Collinwood mm-hmm. is like um, because it was so run down and so shabby yeah. sort of thing. That you know, I imagine that that is what that one is like as well. I don't know if you. You probably didn't. Oh, sorry, I'm assuming. Sorry. No, no. <laughs> Did you think that? I could see how you mean on that, because the big push is to, uh, well, it's to try and use the most sort of realistic but dilapidated sort of things you can go for, isn't it, really? Yes, yeah. And I'm trying to think what else was at the second mall, because there wasn't a huge amount there, though, was there? No. You know, when you try to think back to where all the, you know, if there's any potential little um, Easter eggs kind of hidden in the films, you know. I know what you mean. Yeah. I just I just like the way that she Oh, Miss Ivana, you know, go back to her with her third nipple. I just like the fact that she edits it at the end. <laughs> oh, I don't. No, but I I like it because I was pulling the face of like <laughs> Oof, scary stuff. But remember the customer is always right. Yes. Unless they're wrong. Because I'm in customer service and quite often they're wrong. <laughs> So do you ever feel yourself having the urge to say that the customer's an asshole? Yes, I do. <laughs> Was that the first time of seeing Joey Lauren Adams as well, um, who played Gwen Turner? Yeah, I think it would have been, because Chasing Amy was after that, wasn't it? That's what I thought. I'm pretty sure that Chasing Amy was afterwards. It was, because it was 97, Chasing Amy. Yeah. Sure it was. Okay. Well, we'll go with that because I'm not 100% sure either. So we'll, we'll say yes. That was actually quite good to actually see her in her first role within the Kevin Smith film. The poor woman ended up in that god-awful Biodome film. Bi- the what? Biodome? Yeah, don't ever watch Biodome. Terrible film. Awful. Oh, okay. Oh, I've never watched it. So there you go. That's all. Your life has been enriched uh, greatly by not watching that film. <laughs> Take it from me. <laughs> well, she has. Oh, she's done coneheads as well. <laughs> God, I haven't seen coneheads for ages. No, I really want to watch coneheads. Oh, it's a brilliant film. That is. Oh, I love that film so much. But I couldn't talk about it because I haven't seen it, you know, recently at all. Ah. But yeah, that is. That is a fantastic film. <laughs> anyway, we'll go back to... So, with regards to Mallrats, do you think we've covered everything or is there anything else that you'd like to... Well, I was going to say, what's your favourite part of the film, do you reckon? What really do you really love? What really grabbed your attention? Um, that's a tough one too. Because the... I quite like the beginning part, mm-hmm. you know, when you're sort of introducing the the um, the characters and things, and you've got um, you've got Brody and uh, TS sitting on the couch, and they're talking about, you know, have you ever farted? <laughs> you know, <laughs> last week I did, and now she broke up with me. And the reference to Walt Flanagan's dog as well. That was quite fun. <laughs> Fast it <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I'm trying to think what my favourite part is. And do you have a favourite part while well, I think? I'd say probably it is the Stan Lee cameo for me. Because the bit when he's talking about him and Mick Jagger having like a... Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like a tally thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. I was hoping your answer was going to be a little bit longer, to be honest. Um, okay, what more do <laughs> no, you no, like it doesn't to, have to, to be run longer. with? <laughs> it doesn't have to be longer. I'm joking. Um, Tell you what is interesting. There's, did you know that's I mean, I'm going off my memory a bit on this one, but I'm sure there's a scene in Morat where you see the quick stop. You know, we talk about everything into links. Yeah. 
I don't recall that, that personally. Might be in the extended version, then. Okay, maybe. I mean, I could be completely wrong because we haven't seen um, Jane Silent Bob straight back, straight after. Um, my mind is kind of blurred into the two films so i had to kind of separate it for a bit ah, you know because right. at one point i actually thought oh yeah because you know they started off at the quick stop but they actually didn't because that was jay and silent bob yeah <laughs> so so yes it might have that might have happened i might have just blocked that bit out because i thought that it was the wrong film <laughs> hey, who knows it's all who good knows? who knows exactly yes yeah, so my favorite part i'd say I'd say it was actually the game show, how the game show actually paid out. And, you know, Silent Bob finally getting his ability to do his um, Star Wars mind trick, you know, whatever that's really called. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, And the video actually bounces into his hand. It's, you know, it's not because somebody hit it or anything like that. <laughs> but yeah, that that's quite fun. And the fact the video gets played and everything like that as well. So everything ends in a happy note and they get married at, uh, um, it's not Disneyland, is it? Universal? Oh, probably, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, with the shark with Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> that will be universal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jaws coming out of the water and they're getting married. So, um, yeah, I think I think that's one of my favourite parts. But to be honest, the whole film is my favourite part. You know what I mean? It's I just love every every little silly little bit about it. So, yeah, I, I don't think I can really pinpoint a proper favourite part, if that makes sense. But if you pick the main thing that's everything that you love, that's that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Smith did very well. (laughs) We give him a round of applause. Yes. I think we should give him... um, There goes my round of applause. But instead of of stars, what should we give them out of, like, five? Mm, Bongs? Do what? Bongs? Oh, bongs, yeah. With it being Kevin Smith. Yeah. So how many bongs would you um, would you give this film? How many bowls? Uh, how many? <laughs> it's either bongs or bowls. How many bongs out of five? So using five as a... Uh, this is the highest, yeah. <laughs> at which point you need to have someone having a really bad coughing fit. Um, I'd probably <laughs> give it... Um, I, I reckon I'd give it a four. A four. Oh, that's yeah. a very good one. That's good. I'd give it... I think I'd probably give it a four as well. Maybe a four and a half. Just give it that extra bit. Give it that edge. Yeah. Yeah, to give it that extra buzz. (sighs) Okay. Which then leads on to Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Oh, yes. (laughs) Probably my all-time favourite. Yes. Which is one of the reasons why this one was chosen, because I remembered from last conversation that you really enjoyed this film. So I thought... How how good is that? That, That's a good podcaster there. That's a good person. Thank you. No problem at all. You're absolutely welcome. (laughs) So... So in this film, of course, we've got the main characters back again. It's actually quite fun to see Jason Lee play two characters as well. Uh, yeah. So he, he's obviously Banksy and yeah. he's Brody again. Um, yeah. Brody is wearing exactly the same outfit as he was in uh, Mallrats. <laughs> so yeah. you know that it's him. <laughs> and then also you've got Ben Affleck as Holden. And I think the reason why i like this film is because of all the little cheesy things that they do in it yes 
So, like, you, when they're talking about, like, oh, uh, Affleck was the bomb in Phantoms, you know, kind of thing, and they're doing that kind of thing. But then also when they look at the camera and they go, who would want to watch a reboot? And then they all look <laughs> at the camera. <laughs> you know? <laughs> or sometimes you've got to make a film because your friend says you've got to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So you've got to be in the sequel because your friend says you've got to do it. And they all yeah. look at the camera. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like the look on Matt Damon's face then was just like utter disgust of like. <laughs> but what, I, I mean, it was a similar sort of thing you said that I really like. It's, it goes back to what you're saying about Morat, about how things sort of interlink and sort of like the cameo aspect. And the fact that you have sort of running through it people who you do see crop up in other films. Like the first big cameo that jumps out to me is, of course, George Carlin as the uh, yes. the drifter. You're doing it all wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not a brilliant impression of him, but it's the best I could do. No, that's fine. That's good enough. <laughs> yeah. But what if you don't give the head? Who says well, you don't? don't? Yeah. Yeah, that sort of thing. <laughs> don't they uh, kick your ass to the cup? Sure, if you don't make with a head. <laughs> <laughs> it's the unwritten book of the road. <laughs> and then, of course, you know, and then, of course, so, it all goes horribly wrong. When, well, you think um, you've been flawed out with a cameo. Within, so I think within minutes of that scene, you have him as a cameo and then jump to... Carrie Fisher. Yeah. As a nun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who clearly doesn't run by the uh the book of the road, but she goes by another book. <laughs> she does go by the good book, but yes. it's not quite the same book that Jane and Silent Bob think. <laughs> <laughs> um but there are so many there's so many people in this film, isn't there? Well, there's just so many amazing nods as to things. Yes. Absolutely. Because, and just quickly going back to more rats as well, because mm-hmm. of course the ending of that was Jay and Silent Bob walking off with Suzanne, the mm-hmm. monkey, um, or Rangitan, sorry. And they were like, and this is a completely different story. So obviously they <laughs> must have had, they must have had Jay and Silent Bob strike back in the background, mm-hmm. you know, in the background of his mind sort of thing, or if not written, because. You know, they wouldn't have played that reference otherwise, would they? But, and of course, Suzanne, the monk, uh, the orangutan, she was adorable. (laughs) You say adorable, I say potentially very violent, but yeah. (laughs) She wasn't violent. (laughs) She was only violent to the bad people. Yeah, I mean... The idea of having an orangutan in a film, it's uh, it's a bit out there. I mean, you could almost think it's like the entire thing's a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But I suppose it is Hollywood, so, you know, it's probably a Hollywood monkey. I'm going to keep calling it a monkey. It's an orangutan, but it's a monkey. Yeah, so, oh, I like Suzanne. She she pulled all funny faces. Do you think um do you think she was named after Brian Johnson's girlfriend at the time? Yes. Yeah, I suspect definitely. Yeah. I mean come on. Knowing the way that these people's minds work, yeah. Yeah. Oh poor Suzanne. Can I just check, did you get my cartoon reference or not? No. 
Oh, you didn't, did you? You know, <laughs> lunchbox. It's like we're in a fucking. Sometimes it's like we're in a fucking cartoon. Oh, okay. Yes, I do get it now. Sorry. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> that went. That washed over the top of my head. Then sorry. So it's there you go. I'm good. glad you explained. So that, there'll be loads of people that have laughed at that, but now I will laugh. It was really awkward, isn't it? Because it's like I I make jokes on this podcast quite often, and people just don't <laughs> yeah. get it, and I'm like. <laughs> Oh, this is a bit awkward. <laughs> so, sorry that I put you in that position. <laughs> Don't worry. And, of course, you got Will Farrell as well, and I love Will Farrell. I don't know what your opinion is on him. but I like Will Ferrell a lot. I think he's very good, and I loved him in the film. Um, I thought his character was almost a bit too stupid, but I thought it was very good. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and the, the we are... The clit control, or what was it? The clit control? The clit commanders, isn't it? The clit commanders, yeah, that's it. Clit commanders, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I just love this film. Sorry. I'm just sort of drifting off into my own little It's weapon. all right. No, don't worry. I mean, this shows what a good positive impact this film has. I mean, I particularly, so the, the scenes I absolutely love is, if you're taking it apart, um, just to sort of look at it, obviously, you have... Uh, the the brilliant scene with Jay and Bob when they're in the movies, um, yes. and obviously um, Justice walks in. Yeah, uh, it's something you commented on with the um, the uh, the requirement of a cup. Yes, your love is like mad medicine. I love bad medicine as well, so it was kind of like <laughs> that was a good song choice. But I just love the way Bob sort of looking at him like unable to. <laughs> Yeah. Like, what the hell's a, going on? Do you get a free refill with that? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I also like the fact that it's like the origin of the story as well. So you've got like the two kids, you know, the mums that have dropped, that you put the children outside of the. They're outside the. They're outside the shop. Shop. Yeah. yeah well, it it wasn't a video shop at no. that point, was it? It was like a. Um, I'm trying to think what it was. It's like not see, not tape. I'm trying to think because it was a musical shop anyway. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so they'd like literally just put out there, and uh, you know, they, it's almost like that's where their friendship started. You know, <laughs> like Jay's go, like Jay's mum is just like swearing, 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 yeah. swearing, and then he yeah. So his first words of fuck. Yeah, and she's like, who the fuck who the fuck is this square term out to raise my fucking children? Fucking nerve of her. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you, you fucking square. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just like it's the it's the whole craziness for me of Jane Silent Bob. Obviously, they come to the van that's supposed to be the mystery machine. And you've got like Like saying, how about we harvest their organs? (laughs) (laughs) Like, sure, for I'll feed you to the dog. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, and they think that everyone's stoned on there as well, but it's actually just them, and they come to sleep, (laughs) wake up on a park bench. Um, Going back to movies as well, I'm not going to say my friend's name because she probably will be embarrassed, but um, she actually thought that, movies was a real franchise in america which is <laughs> oh super. it was so sad when i told her that it wasn't you know it was really heartbreaking because i was like oh no he just he actually just purchased a, like an old diner and he made it into what movies is you know kind of thing but i just felt so sorry for her because it's like 
she was so excited because we're going to America in um, in February. Cool. Uh, February next year for the Impractical Jokers cruise. So, and it was on her sort of bucket list of things that she wanted to actually see. And I was like, oh, I feel really bad for you. It's not going to be there. <laughs> Well, maybe she's maybe she's struck gold on this thing, and she should talk to Kevin, and they could create a whole franchise to rival Denny's and McDonald's. Yes, I think. And um, what's the other one? Oh, Wendy's as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. See, we've struck gold with this idea. It is the future to create these new franchises drawn from the crazy thoughts of Kevin Smith. <laughs> Only if we can um, have movie dolls. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I, I just want Mooby's internet stuff. Yes, yeah. <laughs> a little internet thing so I can type things in. <laughs> a movie poop shop, uh, shoot.com. <laughs> shoot. I... Pardon? Sorry, it's the shoot thing, isn't it? Poop shoot. <laughs> Boopshoot.com, yeah. I actually remember because I'm, do you know what? I'm, I was actually racking my brains thinking which of, uh, which of his films was the first one that I ever saw. Mm-hmm. I've got a feeling that this one was the first one that I ever saw. Uh, I Jay think it's Silent. the same for me. I think it's the first one that sort of really burned into my memory. Yeah, because I remember when, after I'd watched it, actually going on the internet and sort of Googling moviepoopshoot.com and it was actually a real site. That's positive because I thought of a whole lot of different things that could yeah. have brought up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I do. I do remember that, and I was living in the house that I'm living in now. So mm-hmm. it's kind of, I think I've been here for about thirteen, fourteen years now. So yeah. I'm impressed that you're getting on the internet because whenever people say the internet, I can think, what the fuck is the internet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, like Jason Muse. <laughs> the great seed of the internet is a tool for sharing, what it, pornography or something. And <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and then, then nerds just getting yeah. together and uh, talking. Yes. <laughs> and then the screen look, but it's also things like, yeah, again, you get the screen look like, who's going to play us? I don't know, probably Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. <laughs> 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 yeah, because it's Miramax. So. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was very funny. Word, <laughs> motherfucker! <laughs> I know we've got like eight days to get to Hollywood <laughs> to sort it out. Well, by my calculation, it's three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny! Oh, it just everything about these films just makes me giggle. You know. It's Absolutely. Really- no, but that, that's the entire purpose of it, isn't it? It's yes. it, it, this great thing, the, the fact that it can take you completely out of the situation. I mean, I sort of like when you're looking at the, the scenes with with the whole film on, like, on Jane Silent Bob, how obviously, you know, the, the, the cameo thing kicks in again. Probably, as I said, the big push for me was having a cameo from um, Stanley in, in Mallrats. Yeah. With someone you had like cameos. Um, well, I mean, top out a great situation with the, just the three women who were in it um, from the. Uh, Sissy, the Sissy and Chrissy. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, one of them is Mrs. Smith. Yes. Jenna's, uh, Jennifer's. Is it Small? Schwalbach. Yeah. Schwalbach, Schwalbach. Yeah. But yeah, that I mean that was brilliant seeing her in it. Um and they sort of all all uh, you know, sort of shooting each other. Yes. <laughs> that was good. Um she's so beautiful, isn't she? 
She certainly is. Yeah, and um, and the fact that you know, like uh, Jay turns around to the fact that you know you shouldn't be eating that; it will give you farts, you know, kind yeah. of thing. And Those skinny um, stoners were right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the light, and then they go through all that. Yeah, just a fart at the end. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I like Justice. I think Justice is one of my favourite characters in that one because she's so in- you know she's kind of got an innocence about her, isn't she? Absolutely. Even though she's a diamond uh, stealer, a diamond thief. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I particularly like the uh, their their friend who they get rid of, um, who you will know uh, obviously from the American Pie films. Yes. Uh, the actor it's from that. Sean William Scott. Sean William Scott. Yeah, I love the animals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, this guy's a sheep fucker. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the line, yeah, it was, um, no, no, you misunderstand me. <laughs> if you were a sheep, would you fuck sheep? <laughs> 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 yeah, so oh, yeah, those, those songs and oh my god, those braces that he had on as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny, isn't it? It certainly is. Oh god. <laughs> and then of course you've also got James Van Der Beek who plays um Jason Muse in the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, uh, sorry, plays Jay in yep. in the film within the film. And what's the other guy's name? The Pie Fucker. The Pie Fucker, yeah. <laughs> I'm the Pie Fucker. <laughs> I can't find him. Uh, again, if you're listening to this, do not type the word Pie Fucker into your search engine. You <laughs> yeah. will find things that will probably scar you for life. <laughs> In the 1990s, it was fine, but now maybe not. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I particularly like just the things that lead up to uh, to that particular scene when they finally do get to um, they get to the studio, and um, obviously they have to get past the security guard, yeah, um, <laughs> who's played absolutely brilliantly uh, by the man whose name escapes, which is really embarrassing. Um, Oh, right. God. Who also ended up... Is uh, it... Voice- um, dear, dear... Oh, God, I can't say his name. Derp, derp, derp. Di- um, Diedrich Bader? Diedrich uh, Bader. Diedrich right, Bader. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and he, um, interestingly, uh, as a link, ended up voicing Batman. Um, okay. Which obviously links into... You know, into the interest and love of Batman um, from Kevin Smith, and of course, you ended up with Ben Affleck being Batman, which leads into the brilliant scene where, when his character grabs, which I love, is when he grabs um, them both and he radios through on the radio and says something like, you know, 422 or something as a code. And the man goes, I thought 422 was a dead, it was a dead hooker in Ben Affleck's trailer. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, when they go to the Goodwill Hunting 2 and they say the 420, and like, yeah. and the Ben Affleck's but, like, no, 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 not this time. Yeah. <laughs> but what I do love is the actual scene where they're saying about the number and he goes, no, negative. That's a, a, a dead hooker in Ben Affleck's trailer. And he goes, ooh, that Affleck. Well, the guy on the other end is Ben Affleck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so silly, isn't it? Or the, or the, the, the brilliant sort of scene when they finally do get in there and they battered them both. Yeah. And they're there in that actual thing. He's going, okay, you two, stand here and be quiet, especially you. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> to Bob, you don't say words, especially you. Jay's like, that's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> and then, yeah, they, they realise, obviously, they're on the wrong set, so they try to sneak off, don't they? And then you've got somebody pushing them back into the scene. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But, yeah, that was that was so like it was so cheesy like you know the filming of that the goodwill hunting too was clearly obviously uh, overdone because it was so so cheesy wasn't it <laughs> i don't like them apples will what are we gonna do <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's pretty it's hunting season applesauce bitch <laughs> <laughs> we need to at campaign to get Goodwill Hunting 2 made. <laughs> yeah, by Kevin Smith. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's really annoying me that I can't remember the pie fucker's name. I'm going to have to put it in. Jason Biggs? Yes, that's it. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, so he plays, um, obviously, Silent Bob within the movie. Or, yeah, Blunt Man and Chronic, as they are also known as as well. Uh and of course, that also brings us to Mark Hamill as well making a guest appearance. So not only is is there, you know, the likes of Carrie Fisher and uh, George Carlin, but you've also got Mark Hamill as well. <laughs> I mean, that's amazing. Yeah, kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but just before we get to that bit as well, I really like the ET part as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're on the bikes. <laughs> they just like, um, you know, they're riding the bike through their thing, and yeah, oh, it's brilliant. <laughs> As they pass the moon to create the brilliant Amblin logo. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's fantastic, and and they run around the corner and they hit a, you know, hit a fake screen. Commenting on the fact of how fake Hollywood in fact is. Yeah, because exactly like when they moved it. The screen was exactly the same behind it, so, <laughs> so there's also, just no need for it. I also have to say we we've sort of hopscotch around, but I particularly love the the oh what a wonderful tea party moment. What? Oh, you gone? You, you also yeah. didn't get my you didn't get my my reference. So when I he think got I them, do, I think I do, but my brain's gone. Whoop. <laughs> well, when uh, the security guards grab them and he's trying to throw them off set. Oh yes, yeah. And he's Sorry. saying. He's saying, uh, how about, I think Jay said him something like, how about suck your dick yours? Hmm, contrary to uh, the popular rumour sort of thing, not everybody in the entertainment industry is a homosexual. Okay, how about I suck his dick and you can watch? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Make it slow and sexy and say, oh, what a lovely tea party. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that now, yeah. Because I thought, you know, when I was thinking about it, I was thinking, I'm pretty sure that had to do with the security guard, but I was then racking my brain to think was it <laughs> but it's when you get that other that the other um the, the break of the wall moment when um they've beaten the security guard and like jay's going you would have sucked my dick and sound bob's like no 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 he turns to the camera not <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> and then it all came when they met the other drug dealers as well <laughs> they were so excited the because they were drug the dealers. The drug dealers. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many tiny little things in this film that are so fantastic, aren't there? I don't oh, know what you're saying, young man, but you moved me. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but the Blunt Cave. What about the Blunt Cave? 
I know, that was so cool. Which was something I actually heard Mark Hamill talk about when he was being interviewed by Kevin Smith and he was saying how that like Kevin Smith's parents came on set and were like, this is so weird. He was like playing with a little figure of you when he was younger and now he's got like you on a set and it's, uh, but I mean, yeah, that is just a brilliant scene. Yeah, that was really cool. I also found watching that film, the one man I don't think I'd ever want to work for, which is uh, the director of that film. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, and it's it's not a racist thing, but I think Chris Rock in general as a person, I don't know that if I'd want to work with him because he he seems very angry, doesn't he? <laughs> just in general, not just his characters, he seems in general. <laughs> but I think his entire attitude, he's just, that character, he's horrendous, but he's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. You know, I'm Banksy, I worked on this thing. You a Tracer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the quickest way to put somebody down, isn't it? It's like, oh. Just keep calling him fuck it or something. Yeah, I think it is, yeah. Banksy said, no, it's fuck it. (laughs) I'll retreat his poor resistant. (laughs) You the man, sir. No, you the man, and that's the problem. (laughs) Yeah, and did you spit in my latte? Did you? Taste the buka flavour. Taste it. (laughs) oh i could talk about this movie all night but you know (laughs) it's getting late so (laughs) also down to you know like when they were en route Mm -hmm. um to hollywood so again i'm skipping about all over the place but um when they were at the other convenience store and they were trying to find their spot on the glass you know the glass that was clearly bending quite a lot, yeah. which is yeah. <laughs> and also again, listening to Hollywood Babylon, you know when they were at the um um at the animal testing place, mm-hmm. did you notice that on on the uh, the sign that says break glass? They actually, they actually spot break wrong. <laughs> oh God, no, I didn't actually. <laughs> they spelled it B R E A K. Not B R A K E. It was kind of like, oh, well, nobody will notice. <laughs> A listener did. <laughs> but you're making me just thinking back on the film, then we talk about the journey across the country, certainly with the orangutan. Uh, I particularly do like the scene with, in fact, one of, we talk about cameos, one of my other sort of like heroes, Judd Nelson. Um, which again harkens back to John Hughes sort of films that were things that interested Kevin Smith, where John Nelson's playing the uh, sheriff. Oh yes, yeah. Whether they top out their gay son. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And they're like, well, clearly it's an orangutan. It's not uh, a not a boy. Don't <laughs> <laughs> maybe come back from Utah with it. Was it stories of your small-minded bigoted? <laughs> <laughs> I I think we've de- out of the three films. I think we've definitely watched this film the most. I have to say, I would agree. Yeah, we, we've spoken more about this film than we have any of. The, oh well, obviously we haven't done one of them yet. But uh, yes, I do. I I just love it so much. It's just such a fun. <laughs> it film. is an absolutely wonderful film. And again, you do end up with the same thing where Bob comes out with something sort of brilliantly profound when he's uh, talking about the percentages uh, that they should be paid as sort of co-creators of these characters uh, when he's turned to Banksy. And I just think it's an absolutely brilliant little scene. <laughs> yeah, and um, of course his other line, because he has two lines as well, doesn't he? So <laughs> it was like, yeah, Critters of Hollywood! <laughs> 
Yeah, the sign is on the back of the bus, you dumb fuck. <laughs> Any people that don't know the films, what we're talking about, I highly recommend you go onto either Netflix or Amazon Prime. They've got them on there as well. I mean, Amazon Prime, you have to pay for them, but it's like £5.99, so it's not too bad. I'd say, and I personally would say, and this podcast right now, if you're listening, if you've not seen these films right now, this second, get them, watch them, enrich your life. <laughs> um, no, stay and listen to the end. <laughs> and then watch the film. Then enrich your life. <laughs> yeah. And then come back and re-listen to this podcast and actually tell us what your thoughts are on the films. As <laughs> that... <laughs> yeah, your 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 version is far less threatening than mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think yeah. You you were kind of telling people uh, they have to go, and I was like, no, please stay. <laughs> have a cup of tea. <laughs> the world will be fine with a cup of tea. <laughs> um. Okay. So I mean, we have done quite a lot on Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Anything else that you want to you know that stuck out to you? What's your favourite scene type, you know? My favourite scene. the last one, so. <laughs> it's quite difficult. I'd say, I don't know really. I'd say actually probably my favourite all-time scene is probably the bit of the security guard. <laughs> <laughs> mine, mine is the movies. But, oh, yeah. Yeah, when uh, Justice walks in with the music and, yeah, filling the cup. <laughs> and... Uh, Sorry, go on. I was going to say, but, you know, it's hard. It is hard to pinpoint just one point in a film, isn't it, that you really love? And do you know what the original music choice for that scene was? I think it was, was it Purple Rain? Or it was something by Prince anyway, wasn't it? It was Prince song. It was the most beautiful girl in the world, but he couldn't Uh, get the rights for it. Yeah, because it was too expensive, wasn't it? Or um, oh, Prince just wouldn't allow it. <laughs> yeah, Prince was just being Prince. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear, but there you go. But I'm glad actually. I I much prefer the song that they actually chose. Mm. Yeah, I think it's much better. So, but also I'm a Bon Jovi fan. So ah, good choice. Yeah, I like Bon Jovi. Yeah, me too. Yeah, good cool. And how many bongs would you give it out of five? <laughs> five yeah five as well yeah completely 100 yeah. percent stoned on this film <laughs> yeah i mean you'd have a hacking cough your eyes would be red as red um <laughs> you'll let you probably like won't be able Smith. to function for days but you know hell <laughs> although you might be able to be a functioning one you know there is representing people out there that represent the uh functioning uh pot smokers isn't there so you might actually smoke so much that you, in fact, can see the sailboat. Yes. Yeah. Because, to be honest, um, every time I kind of looked at that picture, I, like, paused it a couple of times <laughs> to look at it, and I was like, I can't see nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll give up. <laughs> I wouldn't be stood there for days on end actually trying to work out where the film was, <laughs> where the boat was. <laughs> like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely would have kicked the signs down way before then. I was just thinking that if you wanted to, yeah, because obviously we've been recording for quite a while, 
what we can do because obviously it's late as well we could if you were interested mm. we could maybe watch Tuscan Yoga Hoses yeah oh, that'd be a good movie yeah that, yeah, that makes a lot of sense because we're doing a yeah. co- we've almost done like continuations for little yeah I like that actually idea that's very good yeah what we could do get back together and then do yeah, Tuscan Yoga good. Hoses and then that way we can actually talk about it properly and then we get two episodes out of it <laughs> I think that's a damn good idea if I think that's a very good way of looking at it because we we could have far more on like obviously looking at uh, more rats going into Jane Bob and then you go Tufts going into yoga hoses. That's a very good idea. I'm liking that, Gemma. Okay. Very good. Well, high five the screen. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, I, I would, but I'll send my money to flying. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, a virtual high five. How about oh, yeah. that? I there didn't actually touch the screen. Yeah. <laughs> touch the screen. Heel, heel. <laughs> Oh, dear. Okay, well, this is the end of part one. Stay tuned for part two. 